What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Samoa Joe. Greg, great to be here. Uh, first time here on Kind of Funny Games Daily, and I'm, I'm really excited about this. It's been too long, but I said Thursday, March 10th, Mario Day, a day that will live in infamy. We have to have mm-hmm. Samoa Joe on. How you been, Joe? I've been excellent, man. Been excellent. Been uh, been busy. Been doing a lot of cool projects I can't tell you anything about. But uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, doing well. Well, let me check my notes here. All right. So if somebody doesn't know you, of course, you're Samojo, professional wrestler, Ring of Honor, TNA, WWE, NXT, yada, 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 yada. Most importantly, King Shark in Suicide Squad. Now, I understand you can tell us everything that's happening in Suicide Squad, so go ahead. Uh, yes, I can tell you as much as I know, which is absolutely nothing, according to the several NDAs that I signed. Rocksteady! <laughs> Rocksteady, why? But I can say this much. It's going to be a fun game. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. I'd, you know, we've seen so little from it, but it's rock steady, of course. So you know that's going to be something special. Yeah, uh, right? yeah. I, 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 judging by how passionate uh, they are about uh, uh, what they're doing, as far as my involvement, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, we're in pretty safe hands. Uh, and I and I never want to get in trouble. How did that start? I mean, obviously you're Samoa Joe, and you know, if you if you know wrestling, you know Samoa Joe. Obviously, you've been around forever, but. If you know video games and wrestlers, you also know that you're a huge video game fan. So was it they approached you? Did you audition? Did you go to them and say you have to do this? Uh, it, it, you know, kind of uh, uh, just a, a random connection of of acquaintances and people and uh, got a their casting director in touch with me. And uh, they uh, they liked what I offered and uh, kind of went from there. It's fantastic. I can't wait to see it. I know it's still a ways out, but I know you can't talk about it, so I don't want to get in trouble. So outside of that, Joe, we have a whole bunch of people here who, uh, of course, uh, listen or watch Kind of Funny Games Daily for the video game news, and maybe they don't know the professional wrestling world. So real quick, who are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Samoa Joe. I am a professional wrestler for ooh, a little bit over 20 years. I've grappled all over the world for several organizations, uh, w- most of which include every combination of letter that you can possibly imagine. <laughs> I... Uh, Currently, I'm uh, working as a voice actor in the video game realm across several different mediums. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Excellent. Uh, question then, if I think I ask everybody when they come on, what's your favorite game of all time? Ooh, great question. Uh, I think, I think uh, at this moment, when I, really, when I really think back in the breadth of the games that I've played, it's still Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy VII? No, no. Oh, you drifted off there. You drifted off fans. Yeah, I heard yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, no, it's six, dude. Six? six. You did say six. Where okay. the real villains live, man. Where guys say they're going to wreck the world. And they do, Greg. All right? We're dealing with real issues here, okay? Not potential issues, all right? The I, meteor I hit, dog. All right? And six, it hit. <laughs> I apologize, Joe. I didn't mean I didn't mean to, you know, take a punch. Well, I'll play this game with you. If you want to start off hot, man, I'll play, I'll play this game with Creed. I'll play it with you, man. No, no, I don't. I don't want any of the heat you brought. Uh, Austin, you Creed. Giggles up in here. All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm calm down. No, it's fine. <laughs> and you know, every time we talk about Austin Creed, aka Xavier Woods, I get heated too. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy, because it's just this you guy. hate to see somebody who's like a tick, and he's always just riding Biggie. He's always just riding Kofi. Do something yeah. for yourself. You know what I mean? You know. You know. I mean, I don't want to say we called him Captain Coattails, but I mean, there there was a. There was a small rumbling of that smattering around the locker room at times. We can you know? get that started right now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody tweet Possibly. at Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Austin Creed wins on Twitter. Tweet at him and say, you just say Captain Coattails, hashtag kind of funny games daily. He'll understand. <laughs> He'll understand where that's coming from. Uh, so now, you know, Joe, you talked about being a professional wrestler. You talked about being a voice actor in games and doing other projects and stuff like that. You're not in danger of hanging up your boots, are you? You're not leaving professional wrestling behind, are you? Uh, I don't think so. You know, I think no. uh, there, there's uh, definitely some uh, very interesting potential matchups on the horizon. So, I mean, it's just a matter of kind of sitting down and uh, getting things organized and figuring out where we go from here. Sure, sure. Because, yeah, you know, Ring of Honor, TNA, WWE, NXT. It feels like there's one missing. It feels like there's one missing that does a lot of stuff. But, you know. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a few. There's a few missing, I'm sure. You know, I mean, but we, you know, we'll, we can get it figured out. Okay. For now, let's figure out the video game news of the day. Uh, PlayStation and Nintendo are suspending sales in Russia. PlayStation has more abuse allegations, and WWE 2K22's DLC has been announced. We're going to talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns. You, of course, can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do. You could be a Patreon producer. You could watch us record the shows live like Gamescast, Xcast, PS I Love You, XOXO, and so much more. All 
on patreon.com slash kind of funny games for a couple bucks but if you have no bucks to toss our way don't worry there are plenty of ways to help us for free number one you could be watching the show live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live just like frog knight joshy g psycho uh yeah psycho retros 2 and edwin rivara uh are uh you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday of course, the other great way to help us for free over on the Epic Game Store, use the creator code kind of funny. It would kick us a few bucks on every one of your Epic purchases. And you might say, Greg, I don't use the Epic Game Store. Well, I'm sure you use a PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo. And if you do, then guess what? Fortnite, Rocket League, and of course, Fall Guys all use the Epic Creator Code too. So plug in kind of funny and help us out. Housekeeping for you, it's a big old day of wrestling here. Of course, Joe's on right now. We're going to go through the news with you. Right after that, we're going to stream WWE 2K22 right here. Me and Blessing are talking about doing an hour-long Iron Man match. We'll see how that goes. That's all on <laughs> twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, if you miss it, you can w- watch it later, of course. YouTube.com slash plays later, where all of our archives go. Now, Joe, when we finish the show, of course, you and I go do a Patreon post show, but the stream is mm-hmm. scheduled to start. I told Blessing he should take his character and wrestle Joe, because you're in the game, obviously. And go out yes, there and yes, see if yes. he can actually compete. I don't think he can. I don't think he's got a prayer. I mean, it's a, it's a good intro to to the violence you're going to need in order to you know really succeed at this game. So I mean, you know, it's uh, I, I think that's a good call. Okay, blessing. If you are a man, you'll wrestle Samoa yeah. Joe as soon as the stream starts. All right. Uh, and then this afternoon, AEW's Fuego del Sol is going to be on the Kind of Funny podcast. You can catch that live on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny as we record it, or later tomorrow, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny podcast services around the globe if that still wasn't enough kind of funny content for you ceo junior barrett courtney has a persona 4 arena ultimate unboxing up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and all of our social handles for you to check out and let him nerd out about persona thank you to our patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady and pranksky today we're brought to you by upstart express vpn chime and babble but tim will tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the roper report Time for some news. We got seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, PlayStation and Nintendo have stopped business in Russia. We go into Ryan Brown over at CNBC. Sony's PlayStation division and Nintendo have stopped product sales in Russia, becoming the latest major brands to withdraw from the country over the Ukraine war. A representative for Sony's video game unit said Wednesday that the company has suspended all console and software shipments in the country, including the launch of the new racing title Gran Turismo 7. The PlayStation Store will also no longer be available in Russia. Quote, Sony Interactive Entertainment joins the global community in calling for peace in the Ukraine, the company said. Sony Group said it has earmarked $2 million for donations to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees and Save the Children, quote, to support the victims of this tragedy. Separately Wednesday, Nintendo said it was suspending all shipments of Ru- to Russia, sorry, uh, quote, for the foreseeable future, citing considerable volatility surrounding the logistics of shipping and distributing physical goods, end quote. The Switch console maker uh, has also decided to postpone the release of Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, a military-themed strategy game in light of recent world events. Sony and Nintendo are following in the footsteps of iconic brands McDonald's, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, and Starbucks, which have suspended operations in Russia amid outcry over the country's invasion of Ukraine. Last week, video game companies began taking steps to sever ties with Russia. CD Projekt, makers of sci-fi game Cyberpunk 2077, and Electronic Arts said they would block all sales of games and content in Russia and Belarus. Microsoft said on Friday it would halt all new ga- new sales of its products and services in Russia, including its Xbox game consoles, software, and subscription services. Epic Games, the studio behind Fortnite, followed suit the next day saying it was, quote, stopping commerce with Russia in our games. Uh, the official re- uh, statement from Sony that they put up on Twitter reads like this. Sony Interactive Entertainment joins the global community in calling for peace in Ukraine. We've suspended all software and hardware shipments, the launch of Gran Turismo 7, and operations of the PlayStation Store in Russia. To support humanitarian aid, Sony Group Community—I'm sorry, Sony Group Corporation announced a $2 million donation to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees and the international NGO Save the Children to support the victims of this tragedy. Joe? good yes right good right like i mean it's that thing we've talked about i feel like we've talked about most times on the show as we've talked about video games trying to wrestle with this like if you have a platform you have to use it for good and you have to stand up for things right yeah and i think uh you know a lot of these companies are uh you know making their best efforts in their in their bid for peace and i think it's uh, something that's universally wanted by everybody 
um, you know, time will tell if, if uh, these uh, measures uh, make a difference. Yeah, and that's, of course, the thing, right, where obviously I don't think Putin's sweating the fact that he can't get on the PlayStation Store and download AstroBot, but it is the idea that there's so much propaganda going on in Russia right now. That's some of the most heartbreaking stuff you see and hear from, right? It is uh, Ukrainians who are trapped in uh, their country right now, fighting for their country and having these conversations with their Russian family members who are being force-fed propaganda that make it seem like Russia is actually saving the Ukraine when, in fact, they are just invading and trying to take it over. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that that, that suffering uh, resonates throughout Europe. And, uh, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, we can only uh, hope for the best to come of it uh even though it's it's gotten so so bad so so quickly 100 percent, yeah so i mean i'm you know applaud all these companies obviously using what they can and how they can to try to make a statement of like hey this isn't what we want this isn't good and that you know try to shake uh the foundation over there so that there isn't a uh, outcry from you know we saw it and when uh, there the original uh, inv uh, 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 uh invasion began in ukraine right that there were plenty of russians uh out there protesting the street that continues to this day people who are trying to stand up and say this isn't right and you when you do this and you're able to actually bring it down to get to people on a one-by-one -one basis have something they do care about uh affected by this even though they could turn a blind eye to the news they could turn a bl blind eye to what's happening across the border or across you know the continent since it is so big uh there are these things that get to shake people up and see it so you hope there's some effect to it yes indeed now of course you know good on nintendo good on playstation for that however bad news for playstation and bad on playstation we go to steven Totillo at axios who writes number two on the roper report more women are alleging sexism at playstation eight more women former and current employees at Play sony playstation have added their accounts of sexist treatment to a proposed class action lawsuit against the gaming giant if you don't read axios by the way it's a great site uh, they do a great newsletter and they break down their stories uh, in a way that are easily digestible so it reads different than your normal kind of funny games uh, news uh, kind of funny games daily news story so stick with me Stephen writes, why it matters. The new declarations add to former IT security analyst Emma Majo's assertion uh, that PlayStation, like many other companies, uh, has long held a workplace culture that is hostile to women. Emma filed a gender discrimination suit against PlayStation last November, uh, not just for what she says uh, is her own wrongful termination after complaining about sexism, but on behalf of all women who work for the company. Sony denied those claims last month, asking court to toss the lawsuit out over the lack of specific facts. Uh, quote, uh, well, Emma, quote, fails to identify a single policy, practice, or procedure at PlayStation that allegedly formed the basis of any widespread intentional discrimination or had a discriminatory impact on women, Sony's lawyers wrote at the time. In response, uh, Emma's attorney filed yesterday, fi yesterday filed statements from the eight women, including a current PlayStation employee, which is always one of those things of, I think, of you, know, you, you called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no, she has no examples. Oh, here's eight people that will corroborate my examples. Uh, Stephen goes on in his article. The details. The women describe a range of behaviors across multiple U.S.-based PlayStation offices, including demeaning comments, unwelcoming advances, a lack of attention paid to their work or ideas, and, most frequently, a sense that it was harder for women to be promoted in the company. Marie Harrington, a veteran of Sony Online Entertainment and Sony PlayStation for more than 16 years, cited a lack of women considered for senior roles during calibration sessions. During one session, she said only four women were considered for promotions compared to nearly 70 men. She described hearing comments about female candidates' family lives that weren't made about the male candidates. Uh, in a 2018 email to superiors regarding bullying by men at the company, Harrington linked to a New York Times article about women revolting against toxic males at Nike, asking, quote, can we address this before PlayStation has its own national news article, end quote. Another woman cited a third-party study that found a great imbalance in terms of employee distribution in her team. Quote, I believe Sony is not equipped to adequately handle toxic environments, wrote Cara Johnson, a former program manager, in her statement. She noted she was aware of 10 women who'd left her office in Rancho uh, Bernardo, California, uh, in the four months preceding her departure, uh, a sign uh, to her of systematic problems. Her declaration includes a letter she shared with female employees when she left the company in January 2021, citing repeated attempts to notify superiors about gender bias, alleged discrimination against pregnant women, and resistance from a senior man in HR to contact those uh, to act on those accounts. Sony did not reply to a request for comment about the new assertions by press time. What's next? Uh, yesterday's filing met a deadline for replies to Sony's attempt to drop the suit. So, throw this out. There's no mm -hmm. evidence. Here's all this evidence. <laughs> it's like, well, now we will see where this goes. And I think, Joe, you get into a, a, a difficult spot when, you know, games keeps having these kind of toxic work environments come up 
where you never want to compare one to the other. Well, you know, like, yeah, like the, the atrocities basically happening over at Activision Blizzard. And that's too far, right? Well, I mean, somebody did kill themselves, right? So the horrid, mm-hmm. horrendous things that are happening at Activision Blizzard versus then, well, you, it'd be easy. And I've seen comments on some of these articles and tweets. Well, it's not that bad. An assault on one is an assault on any. And the fact that like somebody's going to work and feeling that they're not being heard, that they're being discriminated against. Again, some of this coming down to uh, clearly uh, women being pregnant. You know, the comment about like, oh, well, the candidates who are female had their their family lives brought into it where a man never did. Like, that's discrimination. That's not right. And that needs to be stopped. No, I, I'd agree with you hundred uh, percent on that, especially on, on that point, you know, uh, uh, you know, females, uh, experience very, very different challenges in life, especially when it comes to the workplace and the work environment. So, um, you know, anytime you see this is obviously disheartening. You would, you would hope that the work, work culture at many of these companies, especially, uh, you know, legally would, uh, you know, handle these situations much differently. You yeah. know, do do best by their employees, not necessarily by the bottom line. Um, but you know, until we see that 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 focus in in, in corporate culture shift to where there is, uh, you know, more uh, more of a semblance of caring for your actual workers and the health of your staff and the people that make your company go. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I feel like we're going to continue to see this popping up time and time again. And that's the hope, right? You know, I think uh, so many people, when we do these stories and talk about this and kind of funny games daily, but also just the industry in general, I was like, oh man, I'd like to hear more about the games. I'd like to hear this rather than what's happened to the company. But you can't ignore the people who are making your games that are making the games happen. You know, even if this is something going on with an IT professional or whatever, that's not mm-hmm. a developer. We talk about the developer problems. You talk about what's happening systematically inside a company, whether it be PlayStation, Activision, Riot. If there's something going on that's toxic, that affects everybody, and that affects re- worker retention. It affects, you know, uh, stability of the games you love. It, it it all goes back to that of like, basically, I, and I've said this over and over again, so I don't mean to be a broken record, but like, no. I want anybody involved with making the thing that brings me so much joy to be happy and be fulfilled and not feel like they're being discriminated. And so the hope would be as these stories continue to come to light, as we continue to talk about them, you do see a change where you understand like, okay, this shit doesn't fly anymore. And I think especially Mm -hmm. as we look at Activision Blizzard and we see the fallout from that, we see, you know, the complete fall from grace that maybe not even fall from grace because nobody liked Bobby Kotick ever. But now the, the, the actual, the jig is up and this isn't cool. And you have at DICE, right? Phil Spencer accepting this Lifetime Achievement Award, but saying that, you know, we need to do better. We need to take care of the people who make it. You hope that changes in the air and stories like this make that happen. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like, you know, you hear this often, you know, you hear this, this kind of, uh, this, this battle cry that, you know, we want to do better. We're going to do better. But, um, you know, once again, I think, I think as long as, as long as you have high pressure situations mixed with, you know, the eventual bad person that's going to find his way into your company, you're going to continue to see this. So, um, you know, there's, there's gotta be more than just declarations, you know, there has to be really, um, you know, solid moves in, 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 in making an effort to, to correct this problem because, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's quite a few now, you know, it's, it's oh, yeah. become quite a thing. So, um, you know, and I, and I think that a lot of the circumstances of, of when, when and how it occurs are very similar. And it's time that we started addressing those circumstances. A hundred percent. And I think we're well on our way now, but now it's like you're saying where everyone has said stuff. Everyone has stood up for this. PlayStation, you know, fucking Jim Ryan made a statement about Activision Blizzard when all that was happening and how heinous all that was and how how much that disheartened him. Great. Now look inside your company and bounce every fucking asshole that works there. Like that's how this has got to be. There's got to be, you know, zero tolerance now of if you're in the video game industry and you are actively making somebody's life worse, you need to get the fuck out. I digress. <laughs> Let's get back to video game news. That well, I mean, that was video game news too. But we'll stay in the PlayStation thing. Now we'll go to the PlayStation State of Play recap. Uh, Joe, yesterday of PlayStation did a 20-minute State of Play, running you through all sorts of uh, announcements from their Japanese publisher friends. I'm going to go through the top down, and you can talk about whatever you like, Joe. Uh, oh, for sure. Exo Primal was announced from Capcom for a while. We all thought it was a Dino Crisis. Then we thought it was another game. <laughs> you remember and then, no. Dino Crisis, right? Dino yeah. Crisis. Dino They're like, crisis. no, Exo Primal. <laughs> it's coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 in 2023. It looks like Earth Defense Force, but instead of bugs, you're fighting raptors, which could But be it's cool kind of Dino Crisis, right? Yeah, it looks kind of Dino Crisis, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're shooting dinosaurs why not uh then we got another trailer for ghostwire tokyo of course that's coming out soon i have it and i can give you a preview soon uh stranger of paradise uh, got a quick trailer and then a new demo dropped yesterday uh for spoken got a new trailer that i thought looked actually pretty rad joe like i don't know if yeah, I, it, it looked it looked really really good uh kind of gave me some uh like infamousy vibes which i did you know like just the the bolt play and stuff it was kind of cool so yeah yeah 100 uh of course we already knew that got delayed to october but they re uh, affirmed that 
they showed Gundam Evolution. They showed uh, TMNT, the Kawabunga Collection, which is all the classic Ninja Turtle games coming from Konami, coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation I'm, 5. I'm surprised they got the fighters in there. That was kind of nice. Yeah, right? It's a it's a wealth of TMNT games. We're like, even when we were watching it, I think Tim was like, oh, man, they didn't have... Oh, they do have that. Like, they were, like, down the line of, like, oh, they actually have the stuff you'd want in there. Great. Uh, Gigabash is coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle is coming out in early fall 2022 for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. Uh, Devolver's Trek to Yomi got shown again, of course, coming spring 2022, PS5, PS4. If you haven't seen it, uh, go get check a trailer for that, especially if you like Ghost of Tsushima. It's a samurai game. It looks awesome. It's from Devolver. Uh, it looks so, you know, super super awesome I right mean, yeah exactly yeah kevin if you, while i keep talking you can grab a trailer for that i think we might double back and talk about that truck okay. uh and also kevin what did you order for breakfast you said you're excited in ordering breakfast breakfast burrito with italian sausage you do luchos i've never done that no unfortunately luchos is not on doordash gotcha okay okay yeah i'll, I'll talk I'm to him about it next time i see him thank you yeah i haven't seen lucha in a long time i miss him uh then returnal popped up we all were surprised to see that they're adding campaign co-op to it and a survival mode uh returnal ascension is what they're calling it will drop march 22nd then they showed something called the do the do field chronicles everybody thought it was a tactics game for a while it kind of looked like that and then it wasn't 2022 <laughs> playstation 4 ps5 and then valkyrie elysium was shown on playstation 5 and playstation 4 for 2022 as well Joe, what was the standout to you? Or where is there no standout? Uh, I mean, nothing, nothing that really jumped off the screen that I was like, wow, can't wait to have or try this. Although, uh, it was a road to Yume. Tre yeah, Trek to Yomi right now as we're looking Trek to here. Yume. I mean, this this looks awesome. Like I, you know, I, I, like I said, coming off of 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 uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I mean, this is this is something I definitely would play. So, I mean, uh, I mean, this looked the this was the most exciting to me uh you know yeah. kind of coming out of the conference but i mean everything else was kind of expected i, I like the returnal co-op mode i think it's pretty cool um and it felt you know honestly with all the square games like showcased you're starting to wonder if if, if another big acquisitions in the in the cards or something because i mean it just it felt like a square conference if anything <laughs> Yeah, at the end, for sure, they they did that. And it was like, you know, they had done the tease earlier in the day, right, of like, oh, well, don't forget, or maybe it was the day before, of, hey, you know, it's 35th anniversary of uh, this Final Fantasy, and, blah, and people started getting going there. And there was a lot, obviously, uh, of people getting excited, maybe uh, hyping themselves up too much, as the audience tends to do, as they got yeah. ready for this. And then there was, of course, the inevitable disappointment from so many. Uh, Lucy Dream <laughs> wrote into patreon.com slash games and said, yesterday's pr presentation solidified that there is a stark difference between a state of play and a playstation showcase as blessing said on the watch along we pretty much have no reason to get hyped about state of play anymore going forward i have no problem with this as my expectations can now be set properly for each upcoming sony event now joe i feel like this conversation happens after every state of play and people yes. still get overhyped for state of plays and playstation comes out and they say hey it's only 20 minutes and we're showing stuff from our japanese and everybody's like well we're gonna get an infamous and sly cooper do you think yeah. expectations will ever be able to kept, be kept in check for a state? Of no, play? and I and, and I think I think Sony needs to make a a, a bigger note of what a state of play actually is, and because I mean, I, you know, everybody thinks it's like a big game showcase, so, like nothing cool, I that I can remember has ever come out on a state of play where I'm just like, wow, you know, like some things that have already come out, some more footage of it maybe, but I've, I can't remember a debut on a state of Resident play. Evil, like, Resident Evil Three debuted at a state of play, right? And then they've done good, of of course, of like, hey this state of play is going to be about the last of us or whatever and have a giant thing back. I know what you're talking about in terms of a surprise, something that caught yeah. you off guard, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, at this point, you know, it's, it's the boy who cried wolf far too many times. I mean, it's just like, you know, the, I feel like the, the, the debuts that people wanted to see at state, at state of play, you know, they're going to kind of cordon that off for a bigger event or, or its own announcement, you know, solitarily. Yeah. And I think that's, again, it's a lucid dreams thing. I would hope that people get their expectations set. You know, I see over here in the chat in terms of like, we brought that up, like, well, you know, it's there. Final Fantasy VII uh, Remaster Integrate. Uh, Sifu also debuted there. Little Devil Inside. Those are all well and good. And maybe Final Fantasy is on a different level. But Sifu and Little Devil awesome. Inside. No, all awesome games. Yeah. But they're not like, turn your head. Oh, my God. Like you're saying, stop the world. Like we went through this and it's like, oh, right, yeah. Trek to Yomi looks cool and Returnal looks cool. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> like that idea that, State of play is just, hey, here's a bunch of cool shit that you probably wouldn't give. A, it, we'll put, we'd put up a blog post, but how many people are going to read that? We can get all your eyes on it right here. I, I think the point is, like, everybody's got to kind of adjust their expectations for what a state of play is because I usually it exceeds my expectations because I know, we're, you know, in my head, I kind of filed it away like, oh, a lot of, you know, downloadable games that, you know, you'd usually get it, you know, when you first, you know, on PlayStation and stuff. But, like, this is 
this is not going to be the big debuts of some of awesome things. I mean, this is or 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 franchises that you're familiar with. You know, the big debut. It's not going to come here out of state of play. You know, it's just just not a big enough kind of media event for for PlayStation. Which again, then I think is, I, I feel like. I, I really appreciate Lucid Dreams' question right in, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not saying, like, fuck this, I'm never watching it again. It's saying, yeah. like, cool, now I know what to expect out of these. And that's what everybody yeah. should be because it is, like, so hard, so hard to get people to pay attention to a game. So the fact that we all came together for 20 minutes and now I know a little bit about Exo Primal, like, all right. Like, if Exo Primal just dropped a trailer, I would not watch an Exo Primal trailer. No, but this I watched is the big boost to a lot of these games. Like, like I said, yeah. most of these games, I would not watch their trailer uh unsolicited you know i wouldn't go out of my way to see a lot of this stuff but kind of getting it all condensed together and you know what it, it moves fast you know I'm, I'm never kind of like at a lull you know keeps things going it's like this introduced me to a lot of games that i probably wouldn't be interested 100 percent, 100 percent. and i think that's a great avenue for it it should be but yeah you have to get everybody now on the same page of that's what it'll be so shut up beforehand and don't get excited and if it is more than that <laughs> playstation usually tells you again like i think it's easy to give state of play flack and be like oh this is disappointment or whatever again they told you 20 minutes japanese uh, publisher friends and they are also like hey nothing about playstation vr 2 which i appreciated the back when we were in the lead up to ps5 they'd be like hey nothing about playstation 5 here that when there is the one that hey this is gonna be 45 minutes and they don't say any of that stuff that's when i think mm-hmm. it's easier to dream and be like oh my god or hey we're doing one that is specifically about god of war ragnarok which i'm sure you'll get you know in the future they're gonna do yep. maybe a showcase i would assume of like hey this is what playstation vr 2 is gonna be about like they're messaging it you just have to listen and I think people are struggling with that at times. But back to a real announcement from it. The Five Star Man writes into patreon.com slash games and says, Hey, Greg and Joe. Yesterday's state of play revealing the TMNT Kawabunga collection uh, got me going. I was curious if either of you had a dream collection of older games you would like to see get released. It's a tough one, Joe. So again, we went over the top of it. If you, I'll give, I'm going to read from Bo Moore's report on IGN.com, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, is coming to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 this year. The collection will also be available on Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Developed by Konami in collaboration with Nickelodeon and Digital Eclipse, the collection spans games uh, from arcade, NES, Super NES, Genesis, and Game Boy. The games have been updated with HD textures and have modern features like save and rewind, as well as both local and online play in some games. Uh, There are also new modes like Boss Rush and Challenge Mode. Here's the full list of the games in the collection. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade, TMNT, Turtles in Time, Arcade, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, NES, TMNT 2, the arcade game, NES, TMNT 3, the Manhattan Project, NES, TMNT 4, Turtles in Time, SNES, TMNT, the Hyperstone Heist, Genesis, TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan, Game Boy, TMNT 2, Back back from the Sewers, Game Boy, TMNT 3, Radical Rescue, Game Boy, TMNT, Tournament Fighters, NES, TMNT, Tournament Fighters, SNES, TMNT, Tournament Fighters, Genesis, the Cowabunga Club, Collection also includes local and online co-op, uh, including for games like TMNT2, the arcade game, uh, the Manhattan Project, Turtles in Time, and the Hyper Stone Heist will have local multiplayer. Whew. So that's an anthology. That yeah, is yeah. a huge yeah, collection. Big ups to them. Bit, bit, got it all in there. Got it all in there. That's appreciated. You know. And, it's the thing, and now that you have the rewind, I feel like maybe I could actually beat TMNT on the NES because I could never before when I was at my friend's house. So it's like, impossible, I'm, dude. We, yeah. <laughs> just the, the overworld game with the little uh, with the van. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Falling <laughs> way too. Kevin, hard. what what was the one you brought up yesterday about the oh, the whole? The, there was the little jump where it's like, okay, you just have to time the jump perfectly, and it's like, no, you walk over it. You walk. No, over it was the, the eel level. The underwater eel levels ridiculous. Mm. Like mm. it's too hard. But now it's here and it's better and it's classic and it's whatever. So congratulations, everybody there. But Joe, for you, is there something that stands out of a, a collection of older games? I, I, I like a Legacy of Kane kind of anthology. That'd be kind of cool. Ooh. Older games, like that. I mean, okay, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, see, that's my thing too. Is I don't go. Well, I guess I do it, it. I guess I'm cheating. What I want, and this pains me to say it, and I hope I'm wrong and everything else. Right? You would assume Metal Gear is done. It breaks my heart. No, it kills me to say it. Kevin, well, I don't want. I don't want. I don't exactly. I don't want. Nobody. I heard there's a new pachinko machine coming out in like two months. Oh god damn it, Joe! Don't bring it up. It's a sore spot. Oh god damn it, Joe! You know. Just let it be, Konami. Unless you're going to work with Kojima. Unless you're going to license it to PlayStation. Unless PlayStation's going to give it to Bluepoint, and then Bluepoint's going to work with Kojima as a you know. Just if Kojima's not involved, don't do it. At which point, give me the definitive Metal Gear collection. Every Metal Gear game. Of course, I, I know there's a million ways to get, like, you know, starting from, well, a million ways to get them all. But I mean, legitimately, 
the NES games or, well, you know, MGXS game or whatever. Give me that. Give me the Game Boy game I played in college when I got my advance, which was a Game Boy game, but I played it in advance. Like, give me that. Give me all the, give me PS1. Give me, give me fucking twin snakes. Like, I'm, if we're, if we're allowed to just dream, if we're allowed to dream every game, acid, portable ops, put them all on one collection and I will give you my right arm for it. That's it. Well, that's that's quite that's quite a ask. I mean, what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Konami, you have it all. Can't wait for Konami to slap together like a hat dash comp- compilation of badly ported yeah, emulation, know, right? and you're walking around with, with a nub. Like that's. Gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. <sighs> one day, one day, Konami will do the right thing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of doing the right thing, Greg Way. You could do the right thing. Go to patreon.com slash games. Kick us a few bucks. Be on the show. Be a Patreon producer. Get the post show we do. Get the show ad free. But guess what, Jack? You're not watching on patreon.com slash games. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. If you've ever been on the bus or the train with someone who's taking a phone call on speaker, you know that everyone who can hear them now knows a bunch of their private business. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is basically the same thing, so don't be that person. Did you know your ISP knows every single website you visit, and then they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who can use that data to target you? Well, ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and and the internet so people can't peep in on your online activity. The best part of it is how easy it is to use. You just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click a button on any device. I've been using this forever. Kind of funny has been staying safe on the internet with ExpressVPN and they're right. It could not be easier to use. Uh, secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash kind of funny and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. ExpressVPN dot com slash kind of funny shout out to upstart if you've got multiple credit card balances each month and are getting by just paying the minimums barely making a dent into your credit card debt it can be pretty dang discouraging upstart can help you pay off your existing debt quickly so you can feel like you're finally getting ahead whether you're paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment upstart knows that you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit unlike other lenders upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan with a five minute rate check you can see your rate upfront for loans between one thousand and fifty thousand dollars and receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kind of funny that's upstart.com slash kind of funny don't forget to use the url to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash kind of funny shout out to Babel for sponsoring this episode there's nothing worse than traveling abroad and looking like an idiot because you didn't bother to learn the slightest bit of the country's language that's why greg miller has been using a little Babel to learn french to speak to jean vieve uh Babel is the addictively fun fast and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions uh Babel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go other language learning apps use ai for their lesson plans but Babel lessons were created by over 100 language experts their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective and you can choose from 14 different languages like spanish french italian and german plus Babel speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent which has been helping greg miller be able to communicate with jen's extended family right now when you purchase a three-month Babel subscription you'll get an additional three months free that's six months for the price of three just go to babble.com and use promo code kind of funny that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com code kind of funny babble language for life and shout out to chime kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees no overdraft fees no foreign transaction fees and no service fees get all that and then some with chime an award-winning app and debit card they've also got over 60,000 fee free in network atms all over the place like at most walgreens 7-elevens or cbs's you can access your money when you need it where you need it make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using chime sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't 
affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's chime.com slash KF games. Banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Chime.com slash KF Games. Thank you, Tim. And thank you to our sponsors. Joe, we have breaking news. Uh-oh. We go- you go to twitter.com slash popcrave. Super Nintendo World is officially set to open at Universal Studios Hollywood in 2023. Nintendo announced today. Then they have some mock-up images here. I'm sure Kevin. Let's go. I know. Well, this is so much. This is both easier and sad because it was, of course, when pre-COVID that we were like, Gary Witta said he'd send Kevin. He'd send Kevin over there. He'd send Kevin to Japan to go to Super I, Nintendo World. I think he said he'd still send me. Yeah, but now, now, now we can all just go to Hollywood. Now we can all just yeah, go to LA. The table. Yeah, much, much easier flight to deal with logistically. I mean, yeah, I mean, wait I'm, for Hollywood. I'll go to both. I'll go to both. I'm, I'm fine. But think about that. this: you go with me down there, right? To Super Nintendo World, and then we go to Portillo's. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Ooh, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I turned it around. Over. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so 2023, apparently, we'll see. I don't believe any release date about anything in real life anymore. You know what I mean? Joe, people are trying to book me for the Comic-Con. I'm like, okay, let's okay, see. All right, easy let's now. see who's going to creep up by then. You yeah. know what I mean? I'll see you at E3. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, will you be going to Super uh, Nintendo World? Uh, if it opens up in Hollywood, I definitely will. I actually kind of had a, a, a trip planned on the books to, to go visit it out in Tokyo. But uh, yeah, this is much easier, much yeah. easier flight. So uh, yeah, I might check it out. Okay. I want to go back to Tokyo, and I want to bring you, Kevin. We got to go. To, we got to go. You got to see Japan. I'd love Kevin. to. I'm very oh, excited to go to Tokyo. Great town. Yeah, you you probably have a lot of good uh, Japan stories. I imagine. Joe. W- wonderful, wonder, wonderful, wonderful stories. Great place. <laughs> <laughs> Number four on the rope for report. Uh, Overwatch Two beta is coming soon as Blizzard decouples PvP and PVE to release content faster. This is Chris Pereira over at Gamespot.com. Uh, Blizzard has shared new details regarding its plans for Overwatch Two, which include getting the PvP component of the shooter into players' hands while it continues to work on the PVE side. That will begin with a closed alpha today, followed by a beta that includes a wider pool of players starting in April. Game director Aaron Keller shared the information as part of a new developer update video. The main takeaway is the, quote, decoupling of the PvP and PvE aspects of Overwatch 2, which is meant to, quote, get new PvP content into your hands sooner while we continue to work on PvE, according to a company blog post. Uh, The closed alpha test for Overwatch 2's PvP that begins today will likely not be something you can participate in. It will feature Blizzard employees, Overwatch League players, and a few other select groups ahead of a beta that will start in late April for PC players in all regions. That April test will be a closed beta, but you can now sign up to request access to it on on the game's official website. Access will come in waves, so even if you don't get in right away, you may still get in later. Overwatch 2 does not have a release date. Alongside Diablo 4, Blizzard delayed its release late last year, and we may not see either game launch until 2023. All of this comes amidst uh, the ongoing Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which itself follows disturbing reports of a toxic work environment at the company. Joe, was Overwatch ever one of your games? Yes, absolutely. Really? And this this is a rotten news story. I don't even know why you put these news stories out. Hey, guess what? A bunch of people are going to play a game you want to play, and you can't play it. But at some point, you could sign up to play it, and maybe we'll think about you playing it. The Don't news. shoot the messenger. Don't shoot I'm the messenger. Saying, I mean, you, I know you didn't do this. Somebody else wrote this. I bet he I bet he has access to this play test. He's just stunting on everybody. This is my story. I got access to what you don't have. Boom. Suck it. I mean, that's what this this is what the story feels like, man. I don't know. I don't what I don't I mean, like, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I doubt Chris Pereira at GameSpot has access. And if he does, we can have it revoked if you'd like. Yeah, we should. I mean, he's just a little. Little weird, you know, making everybody else feel bad. No, nobody gets a nobody gets a positive buzz off this. Nobody's like, dang, a bunch of professionals and uh, people that work for the company and close to the company get to play, and I don't. Great for them. Nobody says that. And if you do, you're weird. All right, that's that's not right. That's fair. You're a little that's, selfish. I, you're right. you're you're just you're just <laughs> Joe, and I appreciate that about you. You know what I mean? We I have put in a message here to Tamor Hussein, who I do believe is, of course, uh, the editor in chief of GameSpot.com forever and always. And so, if Chris Pereira has access to this Overwatch beta, we will have it removed. Don't worry. Yeah, I appreciate that. We'll get that, that removed from him. Stuff's honest like that, Chris. And remember, I, I remember everybody, game, man. 
I know what you're playing at. How to promo on Chris Pereira right now. I'll stop. I'll get out of the way. <laughs> Listen, Chris, I get it. You have special access to certain things. and You feel kind of special about it. So you mock up this news story telling the world that they can't play something that you can. But you don't really tell them that you can't play it. But they know that there's certain individuals, chosen ones, that can. And I bet, Chris, I bet you count yourself among those people. You know, I've seen a lot of scumbags in my time, but it's the quiet ones like you, Chris. It's the quiet ones like you that I despise the most. Okay, I'm done. Chris, Joe is going to kill you, so beware. All right, don't worry about it. Uh, so in general, then, I assume you're pretty hyped for Overwatch 2. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, it's has its development woes, and uh, hopefully uh, the uh, taking over Nintendo, or excuse me, by uh, Microsoft will... Uh, well, uh, damn, Nintendo taking that over. That'd be something. No, uh, the, 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 the acquisition by Microsoft. That would not go well. That would, you know, all that online infrastructure? Throw it yeah. out. We, here's a long code. We're going to use that. Yeah, right ain't nobody, no more clips of Overwatch ever. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I'm looking forward to the game. You know, I, I think they had uh, something special with the first one. And uh, if they bounce things out right, uh, which they have proven to do over the life of the game, then I think it'll be uh, something exceptional when it comes out for uh, the second installment. Smart move, I would think, to decouple, uh, get away, from, get the PvP out there. I mean, that's what people want yeah. from Overwatch 2. PvE is more my jam, but I'm not the Overwatch audience. So, I mean, you guys just want to be playing more Overwatch, more content, right? And, and, and you know, and, and it's not that I don't like the PvE, but, I mean, it's 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 a nice implementation kind of to break the monotony, but it was never something that, like, you know, I delved into and was really about. You know, it's it's really about the PvP. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, when do you, is, I mean... 2023 is that how's that sit with you you know you can't even get into the beta right now because chris Pereira won't let you in but you have to yeah. wait that long huh. yeah i know uh i'm good with it you know like i i really don't stress on uh game delays now at this point i mean uh especially with uh all the news that comes out week after week about crunch and everything else i mean yeah. if anything i'd rather have the gun the game be done right and have it take uh, another year than uh you know be playing a crappy game for half a year while i wait for it to be updated and patched i mean that's really, I mean, really, it is down to that. I mean, you look at a cyberpunk, I mean, look how long it took to get to 1.5 or sure. whatever iteration it's at now. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I'd i rather have it done in-house and never see it and have see it the first time at its best than, like, you know, get uh, this kind of new form of early access I feel we get on a lot of consoles. Even now, I think what this week or, you know, yeah, this the most recent X-Cast, right, was them all talking about how Halo should probably should have been delayed, right? To, to actually yeah. have it all there and have the campaign co-op and have Forge and have all the things you want because there's just this huge gap right now where Halo came out and people were excited and then just it's just gone and now nobody's talking about Halo. Like, where's all the stuff you wanted from that game? And so it's interesting here of like, get the PvP out, keep building on that, and then the PvE comes later because, of course, Overwatch PvP is what people come back for night after night. Oh, without a doubt, you know, go, go, go with what got you to the dance and, uh, you know, you can prove on anything else a little bit later on. Now I said at the top of the show, you know, favorite game of all time, which I always do. I'm a great interviewer. Everybody knows that mm -hmm. now that we're here and you, you're talking about how much you like overwatch. What do you play? Like what, like I know, are you playing the latest releases? You're jumping from story to story. Are you playing something over and over again? What, like if you were to not be on this show right now, you could go play games. What would you be playing? Uh, I'd be yelling at my screen playing Elden ring. Uh, I'm not a big souls guy but uh this one got me uh you know and, and like i said it, yeah? it's just the, yeah I, and i'll tell you why it's just, it, you know really it is the more the open world component it gives you kind of the option to disengage and figure things out and come back to things where it's felt like you know uh souls games in general were very linear and well i mean linear in the sense of you know you knew you were going to certain destinations and, sure you get uh, to that next I, boss and you can't advance yeah. until you beat that yeah boss. yeah yeah uh, and you know i i think uh you know they just did a great job with it and it sounds cliche and i know everybody in the world's playing it right now but i mean yeah, it kind of takes up your time. But other than that, um, Windjammers 2, real big in my house. Uh, yeah. Played played a couch co-op with a lot of my family, a lot of trash talked around here. So it's, it's been a big hit around here. And uh, I just downloaded King of Fighters and started getting into uh, getting into it today. And, uh, I, I mean, I dig it thus far. You know, like, the, the, the it's a little bit of a simpler system. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice for me to be able to pick up a game and uh, not have to know, uh, you know, every single thing about it right off the bat to be somewhat competitive. So Of course, yeah. For Elden Ring, what sold you? Were you always going to try it, or was it that you read a review, saw a comment, or just was it the fact that everyone on the world, everyone in the video game world, is talking about it? Uh, I was going to avoid it, but then I played Sekiro mm, a couple months back. You know, got halfway through it and, and really kind of enjoyed the experience and kind of felt like, oh, this is felt tighter. It felt like um, something I like. I would like to play. And then uh, when Elden Ring came out, I think just uh, 
too many people that I know just were just aping all over it and say, Oh, sure. it's great. And it's this and that. And so uh, I, 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 I bought it to try it out. And, uh, you know, three hours later and a bunch of cussing fits in the middle of the night, uh, I'm still playing it here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it just, it, it really hooked me. I, it's I, what I love Joe is when people fall in love with you and seeing the chat react to you being an Elden Ring guy now. And like you're, you're, you, <laughs> I'm going to have to kick Gary Wood off shows and start bringing you back every, every <laughs> Samoa Joe Tuesdays or something. Uh, number five on the Roper Report, we're going to go to gamesindustry.biz where Jeffy Grub Grub writes, Dead Space Remake Delayed. Parentheses, even though there was never really a date, but it's kind of been pushed back. I, this is Greg adding in all this. Electronic Arts is now internally targeting an early 2023 release for its upcoming Dead Space Remake. The company was orig originally considering an October 2022 timeframe, but it never announced that publicly. Now the company is taking extra time to ensure it gives the game enough time to wow fans when it returns dead space is a sci-fi horror survival game that was once a crown jewel of ea's properties but over the last decade the publisher had moved away from single-player action adventures instead it looked for success with live service games that could support microtransactions that strategy even came to dead space 3 which features a num number of in-game purchases that many players balked at EA and developer Motive are planning a development update regarding Dead Space for tomorrow. The game continues to impress people internally, and the goal is to have Dead Space remake have a Dead Space remake that matches Capcom's Resident Evil 2 remake in terms of quality. That is a process that will take time, and the company knows that. For me, Joe, great news. I adore Dead Space. I do not want them to fuck up the remake. So take all the time you want. Don't rush it. Don't try to hit October for Halloween. Don't worry about it. You know, I, th I think Dead Space is one of those kind of penultimate games where, like you talk about, where the horror genre jumped up a notch, you know, and before kind of Resident Evil was that introductory standard where, you know, that the dogs coming through the window. I remember that was yeah. the first great big scare in, in video games. But then, you know, you fast forward. I remember that the, the, the first time I was ever unsettled by a game was that, you know, that first that first creature in Dead Space who comes up out of the body. You're just like, oh, what is that? Oh, that, that necromorph. Right, yeah, right. man. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, like I said rather have them take the time do things right and and present a, a dead space that you know fans of the series would expect yeah also i you know motive deserves to have a game that they can be super proud of at launch you know motive mm -hmm. makes great stuff but sometimes it takes a while to get going and it isn't received because of, yeah and because of ea's influence like let this one actually stand out and do right by dead space especially after you shit can visceral and stopped all these things <laughs> like let's actually get this game out and have it be great number six on the roper report Speaking of being out and being great, WWE 2K22 today uh, announced its DLC. This is Jordan Midler over at VGC. 2K has announced the DLC roadmap for WWE 2K22, and it includes rapper Machine Gun Kelly and YouTuber Logan Paul. Get that out of your head all right. Don't even worry about that. It also includes missing legends, including Cactus Jack, Yokozuna, and the British Bulldog. Players hey. who own the deluxe edition of the game or the NWO for Life edition will receive the packs for free. Otherwise, they can be purchased individually or as a season pass. The full list of DLC for WWE 2K22 is the Bonsai Pack, releasing April 26th. This has Yokozuna, Umaga, Rikishi, Omas, and then Casey Cantanzaro. I didn't did I get it right. Cantanzaro. Cantanzaro. I, I'm, I'm just going to let you sit here and struggle with it. It's way no, more fun. I, it's, we followed each other a long time ago on Twitter or whatever, and then it's like, I can, uh, but, but anyways, Casey's in it. And then Most Wanted <laughs> Pack, uh, releasing May 17th, Cactus Jack, The Boogeyman, Vader, uh, Ilya Dragunov, right? Got that one. Uh, Indy Hartwell, thank you, nailed it. You see, I spelled it out phonetically there because I don't want to uh -huh. screw anything up, Joe. I don't want to. I don't want to make a fool of myself in front Big of you. Big brain on Greggy. That's what I do. Uh, then you get the stand backpack. That's right, the stand backpack, ladies and gentlemen. June seventh because it starts with Hurricane Helms. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. He will be my main immediately upon arrival. Uh, also in this pack, Stacy Keebler, A Kid, Wesley, and then Nash Carter. Then you get the Clowning Around pack. Uh, June 28th gets Doink the Clown, Ronda Rousey, The British Bulldog, Mr. T, Dewdrop, and Rick Boogs. Then the whole damn pack releases July 19th, starring Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam. The whole, hey. whole fucking show. Then Logan Paul, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, LA Knight, uh, Zeely, and Commander uh, Aziz. Uh, then back to VGC's Jordan Midler. In our WWE 2K22 review, we called it, quote, the comeback fans have been waiting for. Ultimately, though, the thing that will most likely achieve this is the in-ring gameplay, which is such an enormous, enormous improvement over its predecessor that the size of relief from the fan base will be palpable. Joe, what do you think of this rundown of DLC for WWE 2K22? 
I think it's a great rundown. I, the bonsai pack in particular should be called the barbecue pack because these are all people that I probably have my barbecue in yeah. my backyard in a good time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I'm I'm stoked for this game. You know, like uh, you know, I've I've got to work with the guys at 2K for for a few years now, and I know that uh, you know they they wanted to make a big comeback this year and, and kick ass and, and and put out a great game. So uh, I'm glad to hear a lot of uh, positive feedback thus far. And uh, you know, like I said, they gave me a golden cyborg arm, and that shit touched my heart. So I mean, Aww. what more can I say? You gotta be happy for it. You gotta be happy for it. Yeah, uh, you know, for me, it was fun. Of WWE 2K22 is the first WWE game I've been all in. Again, no, no pun intended. All in on in quite some time, and I am like we're streaming it after this. I saw somebody go through in the chat say, "Hey, uh, their online servers are down again. They're trying to do a bunch of maintenance. I know before a full release tomorrow. It, even if that's the case, me and Blessing are still going to play. We're just going to do individually stuff because I'm trying to create all of kind of funny in the game. So there's plenty for me to do and play through on it, whatever. But it is a game that I can't wait to play more of. And I was so stoked uh, on Tuesday when I did this show and was talking to Gary about it, who is a completely lapsed wrestling fan, who was excited for this game. Got We got him a copy. And then he, was, he started quizzing me like, wait, but is is Roddy Roddy Piper in? I'm like, yes. And then he started going through the list and it was that name. And it's like, for me, one of the big missing pieces was, and you know, I'm an ECW guy, right? Was mm-hmm. Cactus Jack, was Mick Foley, right? The hardcore, you know, the Mr. Hardcore, this hardcore icon. And so to see him in the May 17th pack, I'm like, perfect, great. I want the reason to come back. I want to have it. I already think the roster is really varied and impressive and has a bunch of great guys on it. So it's like awesome to see stuff like that get added to it. And then of no, course, I know, Ar- I, yeah, Arcane 2K Helms. makes a point to, uh, to try to include, uh, you know, the best roster they can. I think they did a good job this year. Joe, I have a question for you now, and this mm-hmm. is inside baseball about you being a performer who is then in the WWE at the time and then now in the WWE game, all right? And so, because my my thing is this. I think it's time, you know, everyone wants to shit on live services or whatever, but I would think with the engine WWE 2K22 has now, and if they sign a contract extension with the WWE, I would love to see them move to a live service platform and I know that gets a bad rap, but stick with me, everybody. I don't really mean something bad. I mean where there'd be a constant slew of packs for wrestlers. You're just adding them in. You're buying. But do it like Fortnite, where people cycle in and cycle out, where it is like, you know, you are you get this pack, but it's not available forever if you don't want to. And what I'm trying to do is replace this fact that I don't like that Gary asked me, is this guy in the game? And I have to say, oh, well, no, he was in the game two years ago, but he's not in the game this time. When if we were on one thing as a live service, it feels like you could have these characters, but have them only there for a little bit of time and maybe get around contracts that way. So my question, this is this is all very heady and not even the question I'm asking you, Joe. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you is, how does it work for you to be in this game? Is it that at the time, you were obviously an uh, independent contractor for WWE, so mm-hmm. they're able to put you where they want, or do they have to do a different contract for this? And then does that contract say you can only be in that game? Like, and If any of this is it, stuff you don't know or don't want to talk no, about. No, no, no. It, it built into most of our contracts is a licensing agreement. Uh, dependent on whether or not you know like i said like i i am samoa joe you know that's that's my trademark what i own so i for me it was a bit different than most guys because i just i, I had a license agreement with WWE, sure and we negotiated our, our price based off of that gotcha. but, you know essentially it's it's the same type of thing with uh with guys who maybe don't have their own name or something just uh it's just uh you know it, when you leave there uh that character is still their their property essentially gotcha okay okay because yeah i'm just there's got to be a way just to have one game that can just have everybody in it. And just because look at Fortnite with all these skins, Kevin. Look at how much Kevin plays on Fortnite. I, look, I can say that there, there's there been efforts at various times to to make that a reality, uh, various different companies and various different games. But, um, sure. you know, it's just it really it's just a licensing nightmare, just tracking, you know, trying to herd cats and track everybody down. And, and that's the whole thing, you know, like every time uh, – uh, every time a Nintendo Switch comes around with their, you know, like, oh, man, we're going to add some stuff to the expansion pack, the uh, Nint- Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, whatever. Like, when the N64 games come around, I'm always like, Greg, what's your dream? And I'm like, well, my dream will never happen. But my dream would yeah. be to get No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000 or WCW NWO Revenge on there. And I'm like, I know that that is impossible because you can't go through and talk to all these different wrestlers and do the whole thing. But, like, somebody could somebody could and that's why i looked at this aew game this kenny omega fellow and i pray to him that he gets it right and it's just exactly that even though again uh, 2k22 great game i'm having a lot of fun i do think it's pick up and play i do think you can get in there and have a lot of fun with it but you know i want no mercy again <laughs> don't we all 
Don't we don't all? Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> uh, seventh and final on the Roper Report. This is a short one. Some Diablo 2 veterans are opening a new studio. This is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN.com. Two veteran developers with leading roles on Diablo 2 are working on an original game at a newly formed studio, Moonbeast Productions. Diablo 2's lead artist and lore writer, uh, Phil Schneck. Uh, no, Schenk? Yeah, Schenk. Has Thanks. teamed up. Uh, teamed up with the classic action RPGs lead designer Peter Hu, who Peter who uh, to use their years of experience. Like a detective in- show. Yeah, I know they teamed up. (laughs) They teamed up. They they thought they were out, but video games pulled them back in. Can Phil and Peter come through? Uh, To use their years of experience to develop a brand new title. Moonbeast Productions didn't say uh, what the inaugural game would be, but promises genuine innovation and, quote, all the creativity and deep system design the developers are known for. So congratulations Mm. to Moonbeast Productions. Were you Diablo? Diablo Those are all big words, aren't they? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I am. I mean, I like Diablo, but... uh... It's always weird when I hear the uh, studio opening O from the guys who brought you. You know, there's a lot of people that brought you that game. So it's like totally. you never really quite know what you're getting from that. You know, this guy could be making coffee. I don't know. I'm sure these guys aren't <laughs> those guys. but you know. guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Well, I, I hear you, but it's always a nice little sandwiches. Shot what is he doing to be a head developer? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see soon enough what Moonbeast Productions is I doing. But I guess, Joe. That day is still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? Well, I heard that the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin has that demo I talked about earlier. Time Loader is on Xbox One and PS4. Young Souls is on PC and PS4. The Last Cube is on PC and PS4. Submerge Hidden Depths is on Xbox, uh, Series X and PC. RPG Time, The Legend of Right, of Right, okay. PC, Xbox, Series X. Uh, Aztec, Forgotten Gods is on PS, uh, oh no, PC and Switch. Uh, Retro Pixel Racers is on Xbox, X- all the Xboxes. Republic Anniversary Edition is on PS4 and Switch. Potato Flowers in Bloom is on PC and Switch. <laughs> Dungeon, <laughs> okay. Dungeon Color. Choice, Cotton. <laughs> Potato Flowers in Bloom. All right, why not? Uh, Dungeon Color is on Xbox One and Switch. Kevin, you try- yeah, Kevin's getting me a trailer for Potato Flowers in Bloom. I like that quite a bit. Uh, uh, Dungeon Color, Xbox One and Switch. Uh, Chocobo GP is on Switch. Century Age of Ashes. Uh, on all the xboxes uh dot hack slash slash g dot u dot last recode is on switch uh cyberstone fighter i already did that one sorry uh, cyberstone uh, aztec forgotten gods yeah i got it nailed and then oh is this it this is the potato well this isn't what i thought the potato game would look like oh Surprise. potato flowers in bloom this is like yeah, this is where's the potato, potato at all yeah well there's oh, a potato maybe maybe well, this is mini thugs beat up various animals this is ridiculous <laughs> This is, this is completely false advertising, Joe. How did they get away with this? Yes. Something called the Better Business Bureau. Uh, then a GTA Online update for you right, reads like this. Short Trips pays out double GTA money this week with a lump sum bonus of $100,000 and a free black SA fitted cap for a completed trip. Plus, in preparation for the arrival of GTA 5 and GTA Online on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S, uh, GTA Online players can enjoy a wide array of other discounts, bonuses, and rewards running through March 23rd. Workshop Simulator launches on Steam today. And then Lawn Mowing Simulator launches new Dino Safari DLC today day if that's your jams go get it new dates for you the one the only the jeff Keeley tweeted happy to announce i have signed a new deal to continue producing and hosting gamescom opening night live we will see you back live in cologne germany on tuesday august 23rd uh xbox says they have an id at xbox spring showcase on slash twitch gaming march 16th and then mococo x is coming to steam and N- nintendo switch on april 7th deals of the day for you let's talk about free play days uh step into the fog this weekend in free play days on xbox dead by daylight is available this weekend for xbox live gold and xbox game pass ultimate members to play from thursday all the way through sunday if you want to get on there and play for free if you have xbox games with gold joe mm-hmm. we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe uh nanobiologist had breaking news we didn't get it says this uh by 2030 xbox will design xbox products and accessories and all microsoft product packaging to be 100 recyclable in organization for economic cooperation and development countries and posted an article about how they will be carbon negative by 2030 excellent 
we really fucked up the world let's see if we can undo it you know that'd be great also xbox put rechargeable batteries in with your controller come on 20 it's 20 it's 2022 all right about that time it's about that time uh, what's this new well, this isn't enough information for me to, to take. Mr. Hawk says, The wonderful, beautiful, incredible Greg made a mistake when talking about the final DLC pack for WWE 2K22. The pack will mm-hmm. also include the wrestler, uh, Soray, from NXT. You take it up oh. with Jordan Midler. Take it up with Jordan Midler over at VGC, all right? That's not on me if he said that. And then a couple of you wrote in to say we missed news that um, Akumi Nakamura has announced her new studio, Unseen. So that will probably get covered tomorrow. Bye. Blessing. And Zach from Kotaku. Zach from Kotaku is going to be on here to do that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show Joe and I are about to do. Of course, you get all those benefits for the Gamescast. P.S. I love you, XOXO, and Xcast as well. There's like you know, the Q&A show. There's all sorts of stuff happening. It's a great time on Patreon. But if you got no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. You can watch live as we record at twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, where, of course, we are about to start streaming some WWE 2K22. Uh, I think Blessing is taking on Samoa Joe in the front. And if he forgets, you all yell at him in the chat about it, all right? Uh, you can mm-hmm. catch that later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. Of course, Kind of Funny Games Daily, like I said, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. If you're using the Epic Game Store, use the creator code kindoffunny. If you're not playing on Epic Game Store, remember a whole bunch of games use the Epic Game Store, so just use kindoffunny, creator code wherever it is. Maybe work maybe it won't who cares like i said bless and zach are on tomorrow wrestling after this uh, uh we got the aew guy coming on fuego del so kind of funny podcast this afternoon and then joe where can people keep up with you oh uh, you can find me on uh, instagram and twitter at samoa joe do you think you'll get a job soon or are you going to keep me in a deadbeat i don't know i mean it's kind of nice i mean it's been you know relaxing days i got my tom Selleck shirt on i mean what more do you need? You know, you, I mean, you play Elden Ring all day. What do you care? Yeah. I play Elden Ring all day. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's 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 kind of a, it's kind of a nice cycle as we go. But you know, I'm sure eventually I'll get out there and start mingling. Okay, good, Joe. I love you. I'm so glad you came on today. You are welcome back anytime. I think I want to start booking you more. How about that? Oh, hey, much appreciated. It was it was very fun to be here. It was an enjoyable games daily. It was an enjoyable games daily. We got a post show to do over on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>